You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, yes, it is. The Gordon Damer Show. Off and running on this Friday, July 24th. It is the Gordon Damer Show. Home to Michael K. Show trivia champion, Gordon Damer. And, of course, it is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Oh, my goodness. Plenty to run through on this Friday. We've made it to the weekend once again. Hopefully you're having a good, safe uh, trip to work or a good, safe trip wherever you're going on this uh, Friday morning with all the weather that has been a little wacky over the last couple of days. But after a span of 135 days, sports, real sports, uh, no offense to the, to the golf or to the UFC, it's been nice to, to, to bide our time doing whatever we've been doing in the meantime. The last dance was wonderful. Man, doesn't it feel like the last dance took place like three years ago at this point? Remember when we were just breaking down episodes of the last dance every single day? But after a span of 135 days, sports returned last night. But more importantly, the Yankees returned last night. You know, the Cowboys have the moniker of America's team. I think the only thing you can say is that the Yankees are God's team. I mean, what other explanation could you have? The Yankees opened the season last night, nice little tidy 4-1 win. Over who? Over the Marlins? Over the Royals? Over the Pirates? No, over the defending World Series champion Nationals. And a game that was really never in doubt. That's one. That's what could they be the first team to win 60 in a row after watching last night? You can't rule it out. Garrett Cole. How about what a debut by Garrett Cole, a complete game. One hitter in his Yankee debut goes the distance. I mean, who could have predicted that? Usually the start of the season, you know, you don't want to burn guys out too, uh, too early, but he goes the distance Garrett Cole, wow, what a Yankee debut last night. The most interesting stat that I saw, and I don't have the person's name. That's a bad job by me. I'll find it in the break. Garrett Cole in the fourth inning last night did not record a strikeout. That was his first regular season inning without a strikeout since August 1st of 2019. So a string of 65 straight full Regular season innings with at least one strikeout. Already, Garrett Cole endearing himself to the Yankee fans and to the general public. Could it be that by the end of the season, Garrett Cole is the face of New York sports? Can't rule it out. The current face of New York sports, Aaron Judge, couple of hits last night. The people's champ. Is, I, th- I think I'm going to start referring to him as the people's champ, right? The face. We, we've all decided that he is the face of New York sports, despite all the other suggestions that were thrown out and all the other reasons that were given. We turned it over to the people. And who better to decide who's the face of the people than the people? And that's what we did on the show. And what, what was the answer? And was it uh, you know, a middling answer? Was it, was it kind of like 50, 50? No. Every single day we asked the question, more people got involved and more people agreed. That's what I'm about. 
bringing people together and finding common ground. And there's nothing that people agree with more than the fact that Aaron Judge is the face, the biggest star in this town currently is Aaron Judge. You can have whatever reasons you want for why your guy is, but you're wrong. We've asked the people, and the people responded in overwhelming numbers. And then, of course, last night, you had Giancarlo Stanton. I've always been a big fan. Wow, what a clutch performer, right? What a guy. Moonball of a home run. A moonball of a home run off, off of who? Like some scrub that was coming out of the bullpen that's just up from the minor? No. Off Max Scherzer. And you'd have to say, as of right now, Giancarlo Stanton, front runner for comeback player of the year, if not MVP. After all, at this point of the season, he leads the American League in home runs. If the season were to end right now, who would? And everybody says that every single year. This year, it could actually happen. Who knows how many people will want Soto infected? If the season were to end right now, he would have to be the pick. 459 foot home run. First home run of the season. Could you say that it's also the best home run of the season? Maybe. You might, I might say that. You might say that. We might all agree on that, too. An exit velocity of 112. I don't know numbers, but 112 sounds good. And maybe the biggest thing that came out of last night, we finally found a way to unlock Giancarlo Stanton. Make sure nobody is watching him. Next time that he's standing at the plate, try this. If you're watching at home, and that's the only place you can watch unless you're somehow able to get into a game, turn your eyes, cast your eyes away from the TV and just listen to the call of the TV and see if that helps. I think it's possible. Basically what you're saying by saying that Giancarlo Stanton is going to perform better this year because the pressure has been removed What you're saying is that the guy is soft. I'm not saying that. I'm saying people who make that point, they might not realize it, but that's what they're saying by saying that. But look, this is in America, right, as we sit here on July 24th, 2020. A very confusing, a very divisive time. Everyone seems to be fighting about this thing or that thing. Last night, the one thing we can all agree on one thing that brought us all together, one thing that there is no disagreement about. Think about all the shows, right? PTI and uh, all, the, all the different variations of those shows on this network, on other networks, where it's just about arguing this point or that. Well, de- debating points, they, might, they have a slew of them, right? When the show starts, you see them on the side there. One thing that cannot be debated. The Yankees are awesome. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. So it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. Lots of stuff to do today. And um, not just Yankees. I've gotten my Yankees fix for the day. It was fantastic to watch the game last night. I kind of thought, though, that when you eventually got a game that, that actually counted, and not just the the um, silly uh, exhibition games here and there. That look, you, you do what you can, but it wasn't. It's kind of hard to get excited for 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 the exhibition games. I kind of thought that when 
it did finally come back and the games counted, it would give you more of a sense of like, all right, the world is kind of returning to normal. Not, uh, not right away, obviously, but it's a step in the right direction. I don't know. Did it make you feel more normal last night or by watching it, did it make it feel more weird, right? Like the fact that there's no fans in the stands and all that type of stuff. It did kind of, it didn't make me feel like, whoa, wow, life is returning to normal. It really kind of made me feel like this is more abnormal than anything else. But you take it, it's a Yankee win, off and running on the season, the first place New York Yankees. Nobody can compete, although baseball will try to make it that way. So coming up, we'll get into uh, baseball. Did you see this? Just before the season started, baseball decided to completely change the rules. Completely change the rules of the sport. For what year? 2022? 2023? No, no. For this year. For the year that's going on right now. Minutes before. I guess it was a couple hours before. The season began. They decided, they agreed with the players, hey, you know what? You know what would be fun? This season that we've been preparing for, this season that we've been fighting over, let's, at the last possible second, let's completely change the rules. Isn't that what you do during quarantine? Did you play a board game with your your kids? And you maybe Monopoly. You sit down for a nice game of Monopoly to introduce your kids to the uh, the horrors of Monopoly, just bankrupting each other so you're penniless. Hey, kids, now that we have all the money laid out, we know who the banker is going to be. We've shuffled the, the community chest and the chance cards. we got all the properties ready to go. Everybody's picked their little symbols. You know what? All these rules that we laid out of Monopoly, let's completely change them. Have you did that? Have you done that? No, baseball did. Baseball. Only baseball did. Amazing. So I have some thoughts about the uh, changes to the baseball season and the changes to the uh, baseball playoffs. So we'll get into that coming up. Also, did you see the Washington team formerly known as the Skins have come up with what they will be called for the 2020 season, assuming there is one. And people have been very, very critical about it. So we'll give you what the details are about that coming up. I'm sure you probably heard the details already, but if you haven't, we'll, we'll give them to you. And then there's the poll question. You know, Friday I like to do something a little bit different. So I've decided today to do something a little bit different. It's sports-related, but not really. So the poll question today is pro sports returned last night in a major way after a span of 135 days. In the time that sports was paused, did you come even remotely close, even for a second, to reading a book? That is the poll question for today. It's up on Twitter. It's at Gordon Damer. Gave you four options. We love the four options. And no, I know you're probably disappointed. Aaron Judge is not one of the options today. As popular as he is, as great as he is, as awesome as he is, he is not one of the options. So you'll have to, you'll have to middle your way through without Aaron Judge. But the four options are, yes, I did. You read a book, and that means you've completed it, right? 135 days is enough time to read a book. Secondly is, I started, 
but I didn't finish. Maybe you didn't think about it right away. Maybe you didn't have a book right away. But it is summer reading time. So that second option is I started, didn't uh, finish. Third, I thought about it. I thought about reading a book, just never got around to it. Or D, the last option, not even a little. And that's, a, yeah, that's an honest reading of it, right? Not even a little. Gordon didn't even think it, didn't even cross my mind. Things that the world's on fire right now. I'm sitting around reading a book. So those are your four options. You can vote on the poll question. It's up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. The 0-1. Swing and a ball rocketed down the left side, and that's a fair ball. And that one is getting towards the corner. Stevenson over to pick it up, racing around third, and heading towards the plate is Wade. And Wade will come in to score. It's an RBI double for Aaron Judge, and it's 3-1. Oh, hello, old friend. Major League Baseball back last night. The Yankees back last night. Yankees return. The biggest star in this town, Aaron Judge, having a couple of hits. Garrett Cole making his Yankees debut. How did it go? How about a complete game one hitter? Garrett Cole. The only pitcher the Yankees needed last night was Garrett Cole. And all is right in the world. And it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. The Gordon Damer Show, home to Michael K. Show, trivia champion. And uh, I'll be honest with you, having sports back, it was great. I, I mean, it did not, as I said before, it did not exactly make me feel normal right away. I guess that's something that will just kind of take place over time. But uh, baseball, sports, entertainment, it's good to have something that it was a big part of our lives before this whole thing happened to have it back. And uh, we've we've middled our way through. I think the uh, shows that we've done over the 135 days, I never really felt like we were ever really stretching for material. Remember when everything first happened and sports got shut down? Oh, what are you going to talk about now? Well, look, I, I don't know if uh, I think our show is, I think by far our show is the best one-hour show on the station. I think that that can't even be debated. Uh, but I don't think that uh, we ever really uh, hurt for material. They were all. If you're doing a good show, you, uh, you should not be like, "Oh God, what are we going to talk about today?" No, I mean you should always have stuff that's interesting. If your show is interesting, but baseball being back, it's fantastic. And you know what? It was amazing yesterday. Baseball is amazing. Every time you think to yourself, "Well, nobody would be dumb enough to do this." Leave it to Major League Baseball to figure out a way. And you know what it reminded me of? Remember that clip that went viral a few years ago? There's a guy. He was on some sort of news show. And he's obviously, he was working in his home office. And his daughter kind of burst through the door. And he, at first he doesn't even realize it. And she just comes in like clomping her way. And then the mother comes through the door, like sliding through the door. Like, oh my God, she went through the door. He's on the air, and then the kid comes through with the walker. That's Major League Baseball, right? Baseball's opening day, and here comes the sport. The people running the sport just clomping their way into doing something stupid. So the players and the owners yesterday agreed to expand the playoffs for 2020. And the deal was agreed to hours before the first pitch was thrown of the season. The new format is going to um, add more playoff spots. So instead of 10 teams making the playoffs, we now have 16 teams making the playoffs. 
Now, you might be saying to yourself, Gordon, how many teams are there in baseball? There are like 50 teams. No, there's 30 teams. So by having 16 teams make the playoffs, that's more than half the league will make the playoffs. And really, when you consider the amount of teams that are tanking, it's, it's an even – like there are certain teams, it doesn't matter how many teams you make, get, make the, unless everybody makes the playoffs, they won't make the playoffs. They're not trying to make the playoffs. But I digress. All second-place teams in the six divisions will qualify. So you're for first place or second place. You are in the playoffs automatically. Then the seventh and eighth teams in each league will be chosen by best record among the other teams. And that's not the only change. The first round of the playoffs, instead of uh, you know having the wild card game, first round playoff matchups will now be best of three, with all three games played at the higher seeds ballpark. From there, things will pick up as usual uh, with the division round, a best of five, the league championship series, and World Series both uh, best of sevens. So back when, remember, maybe you don't, but back when I finished the series Ozark on Netflix, you know, I said that the uh, series was overrated and that uh, rankled some feathers. Uh, People saying it's one of the great series of all time, that it's on the, the level of The Sopranos or Breaking Bad, which, I mean, if you say that, you probably should be arrested. But it dawned on me that people that think that that think that that show is on the level of the great shows of all time, it dawned on me that they don't realize what makes the show great or what makes a show great. And I use that analogy or use that example because it's pretty clear at this point, Rob Manfred does not care what makes Major League Baseball special. And to be fair, Manfred, it's not just Manfred, nobody within the game cares or even maybe even realizes what makes baseball special. And if they can make an extra nickel over changing what makes baseball special, well, gotta have that nickel. What makes baseball, or at least has in the past, is because the regular season used to mean something. It was a sport where half the league didn't make the playoffs. You had to be good over the long haul, right? You had to prove yourself over the regular season to have a shot at winning a championship. So now we're going to have 16 teams in the playoffs. I say, why not 20? Why not 22? Why don't we make sure that Zion gets... Oh, no, that's the NBA. There were six teams, I think you could say, easily that were tanking last year. So if you take out the six teams and say that those teams that are tanking last year, there's probably going to be at least six this year, right, with the, 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 the strange season that it is. 24 teams trying for 16 spots. And people will float the idea, well, Gordon, if you want to improve tanking, maybe you have to give teams that are tanking a better chance at, uh, you know, succeeding. Well, that might carry some some weight if you didn't decide to change the format of the sport on opening day opening day hours before the first pitch you say you know what the rules are let's do away with that we can make a little bit of, of extra money and 
you know, people will say, well, you know, it's only for a wee, a year. It's a weird year anyway. Uh, are you sure about that? It's only for a year? You sure about that? You'd be willing to bet money. If I told you you had some money, you had your $10 uh, from uh, FanDuel, the free 10 bucks that they're giving everybody, no strings attached. You'd be willing to spend your $10 on the fact that baseball is only going to do this for a year. And it's not a way, a little Trojan horse using the pandemic and the shortened season as a way to get in all these dopey, stupid rules that Rob Manfred think are an improvement. So assuming life is normal next year, the players and owners are going to turn down the money, the extra money from the playoffs. I would just say, have you found any examples of that? Have you found any examples of the players and owners ever turning down money? I would, I'll say this, uh, maybe not in the words of Pete Rose, I wouldn't bet on that. I wouldn't bet on that. And that's what ha- is happening. Baseball is using this season, the strangeness of this season, to try out all the stupid ideas they have. And make no mistake, they're stupid. Rules to speed up the game that will not speed up the game at all. Runner at second base to start the 10th inning. Relief pitchers, you're not allowed to change them. right? All to speed up the game, which won't work. Anyone can tell you, you won't speed up anything. And if the rule is to speed up things, why don't we just go even stupider? Don't play nine innings anymore. Just have a clock. Just put a clock in center field, and when that clock uh, ticks off, uh, well, the game's over. I mean, so dumb. So dumb. And you would say, well, I saw a lot of people. Well, who's going to benefit from this rule change? <laughs> Here's a shocker. Bad teams. Teams that didn't deserve to make the playoffs now have a greater possibility of impacting the playoffs because they're going to be in the playoffs. The, the format, whatever format you want to come up with for your sport, the goal should be to have the best team win. That's not really going out on a limb. That's just what you should be trying to do. And here's baseball operating in a way to make more money, to have put roadblocks in so that the best team doesn't win. Let's devise a system where bad teams and mediocre teams get a huge advantage of playing in a short series. Baseball is not a sport where in a short series, the best team always wins. The short sample size in baseball, that's the strength of baseball. It's supposed to be decided over the long haul. Well, more teams means more excitement. Well, I would say uh, let's expand it even more. Who doesn't love excitement? Are you anti-excitement? Well, I I don't know. Uh, Maybe the excitement level of when the uh, 25 and 30 Blue Jays face off against the 26 and 29 Angels is just so much that it's impairing my judgment. That's possible. Can you feel it? The mediocre Blue Jays, the almost 500 Angels, next. Can you feel the excitement? The beauty of it is, well, is that not just that you're helping the bad teams more. What do the good teams get? What do the best teams get? What do the elite teams get? Well, they get to host that best of three series. That's an advantage, right? All three games are at the home ballpark. 
well, that should be a huge home field advantage when there are no fans. <laughs> that should have a major impact, right? That home field advantage. And make sure that you don't let any fans in while Giancarlo's hitting. Everybody turn away. No pressure on that man. We need to reduce the pressure on him as much as possible. And you know what the beauty of it is? Look, everybody has their opinion, right? And, and, and the station will be, I'm sure, filled with them. Maybe they, some people had opinions on it yesterday. Obviously, it was decided uh, after we were already off the air yesterday. But you're a sports fan, right? And you listen to sports talk radio. And you, and you know, if you listen to shows regularly, you know who's a baseball fan and who isn't a baseball fan. So I would just say, just between you and me, when you listen to the station today, or you listen to sports talk show hosts that uh, you like, take count of who thinks that this is a good idea. And then think to yourself, is this somebody who really likes baseball? Do I get a sense that this person is watching baseball on a regular basis? Because I bet you the people who actually like this, to me, they become suspect. They're already suspect in my mind. If you think to yourself, well, you know what? I'm a huge baseball fan, and I think that this is a fantastic idea. I would say you're probably not a big baseball fan. If you want to change the entire fabric of the sport and you're using the uh, pandemic and the shortened season as some sort of Trojan horse to get all your dopey ideas in, I would bet you you don't actually like the sport as much as you. If you want the sport to be like all the other sports and take the uniqueness of the sport away, well, then you probably don't like that sport as much as you say you do because you want it to be like all the other sports. But you see all these ideas floated out there. Well, you know what? This situation's never going to happen again. So the owners are getting creative. They're experimenting with different ideas, different rules. And, you know, we'll see what ones stick. But as a result, the game is going to be better as a result of it. Well, here's the thing. They didn't do it to make the game better. Nobody is even arguing that, really. They did it primarily to make more money. They're not going to have fans in the stands this year, so that money's going to be lost. So how do you make up that money? You do it by expanding the playoffs and having more TV property and content to give to ESPN. So this is almost like when your kid wants something and they start giving all these other made-up reasons for why you should go along with it. That's what this is. Nobody is even making the argument that this is going to improve the game. That wasn't their intent. Their primary intent was to make money. And look, I like money. Who doesn't like money? And I'm not resistant to change. I'm not some baseball fan that's just stuck in my ways. I think the universal DH, it was about time. Great move there. Uh, As soon as they want to go with robot umps, I'm all for it. So that you can get the essence of the game correct rather than relying on someone's judgment on what is a what, what is a strike and what is a ball. You know, the very fabric of the game. But this, I mean, this is just horrible. And w- w- what a shock. What a shock that everyone who works for baseball loves it. Wow, what a shocker that is. Hey, what do you think about baseball has decided to change the rules of these? I love it. It's fantastic. Oh, you work for baseball. What, what, what a shock. Never mind that they do these negotiations in 24 hours. 
The whole back and forth to whether or not they had a season, they're basically in the back alley ready to stab each other over this dollar and that dollar. By the way, do the Blue Jays have a place to play yet? While while you're working on this, do the Blue Jays even have a stadium? After all, they're almost certainly going to go to the playoffs now. Your seventh place American League playoff team, the Toronto Blue, well, wherever the hell they're playing now. What are they playing, Baltimore? Yeah, playing Baltimore. It's not like the Orioles are using the stadium anyway. And you know what the real crazy thing is? Think about this. These are Rob Manfred's top ideas. These are the ones, when he got a chance to institute change, these are the ones he went to first. Can you imagine what the next level will be, right? Because if these are his best ideas, the next round aren't going to be as good as these ones. These are his top suggestions. And they are abysmal. And they will be part of the sport. And it's almost certain The idea that you'll ever go back to, if we ever go back to normal, next year, having just the 10 playoff teams, I'm guessing that that's not going to be the case. They are not going going to look as saying, you know what, we'll have fans in the stands again, we'll have a full season, we can make that money up, and we don't have to expand the playoffs. Whatever money they're getting, and I don't remember what the total is, they will look at that as lost money. Well, we're not going to give that back. We can, make, we can make the other money, and we can make this money too. More money for everyone. Fantastic. Fantastic. And these are the people who are in charge of directing the sport. Wonderful. One one to Stanton. Swing and a high fly ball. Well struck out towards left center field. That one back there on its way. Gone. Absolutely crushed by Giancarlo Stanton out to left center. And just like that, the Yankees jump out, and it is two to nothing. Scherzer ready out of the stretch. Kicks fires. Swing and a line drive in a right field. And that one is going to get down for a base hit. One run comes in to score. And the Yankees on the single to right by Stanton make it 4-1. to one. On their way to a tidy little 4-1 win over who? Over the, the Royals? Over the, the Pirates? No, over the defending World Series champion, Washington Nationals. Just a matter of time before that uh, title belongs someplace else. But wow, what a debut for Garrett Cole last night. Your moment of inspiration for this Friday morning, Garrett Cole, fantastic. A complete game, one hitter. I mean, that's amazing that Garrett Cole was able. Usually you don't burn guys out this early on in the season, but last night he went the distance. Every pitch that was needed, he made. Didn't have to go to the bullpen. No, socially distanced from the bullpen was Garrett Cole last night. So fantastic job by him. Aaron Judge, the face of New York sports, your champion, the people's champ. A couple of big hits. And even Giancarlo Stanton. I've always been a huge fan. What a clutch performer he is. And he had the home run last night off of who? Off of some schlub out of the bullpen? Some some guy who really probably didn't even deserve to make the... No, off of Max Scherzer. And I, as I said in the open, you'd have to say that Stanton, currently the front runner for comeback player of the year, if not MVP, right? If the season were to end... This year, right now, uh, he would have to be the pick. 
And we say that, people say that every single year. If the season were to end right now, this is the year where the season could really end right now. You never know. 459-foot home run, the first home run of the season, perhaps, I would argue, maybe the best home run of the season. An exit velo of 112, which I don't know that much about, but it sounds good. Sounded good off the bat. It went a long way. And I think we finally found a way to unlock Giancarlo. Next time he steps to the plate, you're watching at home, right? Just just shield your eyes and see how it turns out. Let's try it for a week, right? Let's shield our eyes away from Giancarlo Stanton so that he doesn't feel any pre- Whatever it takes, people, to get this guy going. And as the point has been brought up countless times, maybe no fans of the stands will, will help him more than anyone, right? It'll make him feel like he's back in Miami where he was the National League MVP. Now, if that does turn out to be the case, that does not exactly uh, speak much for his uh, clutch factor, right? Like, if you can only perform or you perform better when there's no pressure at all, that might not speak all that well about you, but who cares? There's not going to be any fans in the stands anytime soon. Although, I'll tell you right now, I will bet you right now that by the time we get to, not next Friday, but the following Friday, if baseball is still going along, who knows, fingers crossed, If they're still going along and there's not been any interruption in the season, there's not been an outbreak of cases, you watch. People will be screaming, you know what? It's time to let fans into the stands. You watch. That'll happen. So, all right. Usually on Friday, we do our net picks and chill pick for this week. I do not have a fresh one this week. I'm still uh, wrapping up some other series that uh, I have suggested in the past. Tales from the Loop on Amazon. A little uneven as I've gotten more into it. A little uneven. But also Gone in the Dark is on HBO. That is a fantastic series. And really, uh, two episodes left. It's still airing right now, so I can't buzz through it as as quickly as I'd like. Uh, I will tell you what's next on tap for me. Uh, There's a new series on, I don't know if it's a movie or a series, but it's called Fear City, New York versus the Mafia. Oh, I'm in. I mean, that, that title alone, it might be terrible, but I will be watching it. I am in on that. Also, The Last Dance is now available on Netflix. If you didn't catch it the first time when it was on ESPN, I don't know what's wrong with you, but it's now available on Netflix. And one suggestion moving forward, I have not, it's not out yet, so I have not seen it. I'm not powerful enough to get these advanced screeners like some people do. Brian, what are you doing in your free time? Get me some advanced screeners. Last Chance You is a series that airs on Netflix. It's usually about. Um, Smaller colleges, players trying to get you know their last chance at, at making the NFL. I think there was a season with uh, with basketball too. Maybe I'm, I'm mistaken that, but it usually focuses on football. Very interesting series, and they really get unbelievable access that they would not get at a higher profile school. So there's a new series on that coming out on July 28th, and today is what the 24th. So next week, uh, last chance, you. I think this might be their final season. But it's a fantastic documentary series, and without any football right now to watch, it might kind of fill that hole for you. So your net picks and chills picks for this week. Now, I've not seen, obviously, Last Chance You, but I've seen previous seasons, and it's always, uh, it's always fantastic. All right. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Our poll question, which is up for today, did a little something fun for a Friday. Uh, Pro sports returning last night, first time in 135 days. That's a a big chunk of time, 135 days. So our poll question today is, in the time that sports was paused, did you personally come even remotely close to reading a book? 
I gave you four options. Yes, I did. Read a book from start to finish. Coloring books do not qualify. So Lewis and Whippany, I'm sorry. That, uh, that does not qualify for the poll question today. Just, an un, uh, just, a, just a shot out of nowhere for no reason. Uh, I started, didn't finish. All right, that, that qualifies. That's another option you could have. I thought about it. I thought about it. Or D, the last option, which uh, is winning so far, and I, I bet it probably will continue to win. Not even a little. I didn't even think about it, didn't even crack a book, didn't have any ideas for one, so not even a little. I would say if I had a vote, I would say I thought about it. I have this stupid, uh, what is it, Google Books on my, my iPad. My wife loaded a book on there for I haven't gotten around to it yet. Very, very busy. Call of Duty. I've been playing that every single No problem. I mean, how do books compete anymore? How do they compete? You got video games. You got, net, you got Netflix streaming right to your eyeballs. I don't understand. If books were created right now, people would laugh them out of the room. What, you want me to take all this time to read a page and then turn the page and then read another page and then read another page? They wouldn't be able to compete. But you can vote on the poll question. It is up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. All right, so the, the other topic that I wanted to touch on today, and it's been uh, pretty much everywhere, and you probably heard by now, Dan Snyder's football team came out yesterday, the artist formerly known as the Skins. Maybe they can use Prince's symbol on the side of their helmet. They came out yesterday and announced that effective immediately, they will be, they will be calling themselves the Washington football team, pending the adoption of a new name. So, obviously, when you come out and you announce, we will be known as the Washington football team, you knew what the reaction was going to be. It was very predictable, right? Ha ha, guys, real creative. Ha ha, what an imagination. The Washington football team, who's the guy that came up with that? With that? Oh, man, I really want his job. That is uh, how generic. And it kind of came across everywhere. Everywhere. LeBron chiming in, well, how many board meetings did they have on that? Guys, it's temporary. It says so right there in the story. It's literally in the second paragraph. Now, granted, I am not someone who has read a book during quarantine. But I can read two paragraphs. You're saying everybody was in a group. Well, not everybody, but a large portion of the public. And a lot of people that are criticizing them. And that's the real problem I have. A large portion of the public says, you can't use this name, you can't use it for another second. And I agree with that. You shouldn't be using the name. Okay, they're not. And it's pretty clear, if you use your brain for half a second, I mean, come on. Clearly the name they want to, be, they want to use is probably being tied up by someone squatting on the rights of it on the internet. or, or some, I mean, there's, there's, there's steps you got to go through, right? They don't want to be doing this again somewhere down the road. They want to come up with the right name, and they get one crack at it. And that's what they're doing. It's temporary. It is temporary. Well, you could have come up with something more creative. All right. Let's go with this thought experiment. You could have come up with something more uh, creative. Let's say, just for argument's sake, they, they came up with Redbirds, right? Let's just say something stupid like Redbirds. They were going to go with that as a stopgap for a year. So then, a year from now, when they change the name again to what they actually want rather than this stupid uh, stopgap for a year, 
Oh, you're changing the name again? Man, I can't keep up with these name changes. They change them like they change their underwear. I get it. Dan Snyder's a bad guy. He's an incompetent owner. In a football sense, he couldn't find his rear end with two hands and a map. I get it. But the pylon to, uh, to this story is, is a bit ridiculous. It would be one thing if they said, we shall forever be known as the Washington football team. At another point, that this is where there should be some criticism. Where's all the criticism of the soccer teams that call themselves football clubs? If you want to talk about nondescript generic names, NYCFC, New York City Football Club, is that any different than the Washington football team? LAFC. FC Dallas, that's their actual name. That's not a placeholder. They're not changing it. And they came up with it. Why? Because they're sheep. They just follow what the other teams of European soccer call themselves. Didn't, didn't uh, investigate it at all. Well, they call themselves this over there, so let's just call ourselves that over here. That's how they did it. Well, Gordon, that's how they do it uh, in Europe and uh, soccer teams other places. You just don't understand. Well, it's dumb. Well, you just don't understand. You're just not smart enough to get it. No, I'm smart enough to get it. New York City Football Club, L.A. Football Club, Football Club Dallas is as generic and boring and stupid a name as you could come up with. But all those people, I haven't seen them criticize that one bit. How is that any less generic than the Washington football team, which is a placeholder, right? They are going to change it. And you, they're all, everybody, well, not every, again, not everybody's in agreement, but if you're in agreement that they got to change the name, got to change it right now, you can't have another second. Okay, this is what we're going to call ourselves for this year. We got other things to worry about right now, people. Now, I will say, this proves that Dan Snyder was not intending to do this at all, right? We can put that to bed. Remember when the story came out and people within the, the organization said, well, you know, uh, it was not really the sponsors that did this. There were already some internal discussions. Baloney. There were no internal discussions. You weren't going to be changing the name at all. And now that you do, you kind of got caught. Absolutely. And again, as I said, Dan Snyder, in a football sense, could not find his rear end with two hands and a map. I grant you that. And it's not popular to defend somebody as incompetent as Dan Snyder. But there's fair criticism, which there's plenty of reasons for fair criticism of Dan Snyder. You don't have to create one and just pile on where there's not really one. So for all the people, oh, well, what are the Hey, dum-dum, they said it's temporary. It's just for this year. So, look, if you don't want to use what the actual facts of the story are, that's fine. But then I can't really take your criticism seriously. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Also, little programming note, tomorrow, filling in once again for Dave Rothenberg. So another round of Stump Rothenberg where people will try to stump me. And last time, oh my God, how good was I last time? Four out of five, 80% clip. Can I match that? Can I be better? I don't know. I'm actually, uh, it's all serious. It's a little, uh, a little freaked out about it because I don't feel like it can go any better. Dave Gettleman, don't you be laughing at me. <laughs> Dave, you are a long way away from an 80% clip. If you had an 80% clip, the Giants wouldn't be winning three games a year, my friend.
But I'm very, very excited, but also a little leery of that uh, Stump Rothenberg segment. I am not a trivia guy. Last time, I was unbelievable. The only guy who tripped me up was college hockey, which really shouldn't qualify. I mean, who knows about college? He might be the only person in the tri-state area that knows about that that stupid question, which I've already forgotten. The 2-2. Outside corner, got him looking. Robles is gone. And for Garrett Cole... That is strikeout number five, and the Nationals are done in the fifth. All right, Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York, 1-800-919-ESPN is uh, the phone number. And lots of stuff on the, uh, the slate today, in case you're just joining us. Baseball was back last night, but more importantly, God's team returned. And that would be the New York Yankees with a, a tidy little 4-1 win. And I know what you're, you're saying, Gordon. You're questioning to yourself, could the Yankees actually go out and win 60 games in a row? Well, after watching last night, I can't rule it out, right? I mean, they just took down the defending World Series champions like that. They just snapped their fingers. Garrett Cole, complete game one hitter. Aaron Judge, the face of New York sports, your champion, the people's champ. And then you had Giancarlo Stand even chipping in. I've always been a huge fan, huge supporter of Giancarlo. Love that trade, bringing him here for the next billion years. But a big home run last night, another hit that drove in a run. So the Yankees season off and running. And uh, it's been a very confusing time, right? 2020, divisive. Everybody seems to be fighting about this thing or that thing. And there's no shortage of debate shows on this network, other networks. You know what? There's one thing there will be no disagreement about, no debating about today. And that is that the Yankees are awesome. The Yankees are awesome. So uh, the first place, New York Yankees. And Giancarlo Stanton has to be the pick right now, at least right now, for not only comeback player of the year, but also MVP. So you have that on the agenda, the stupid rule changes, the baseball. They would be dumb at any point. But to to institute them basically three hours before first pitch of the season, it really does make you wonder. And it, it, it it's pretty clear at this point that baseball is using this shortened season and the pandemic as a Trojan horse to get in all these stupid ideas that they have about improving the game. And it really does make you question what could possibly be next, right? Like if these are their top ideas, what are the second rate ideas that they're not going with first and foremost? Wow. And then of course you have the Washington football name change. If you want to get in on that. And I just wonder where are all the people for anybody who's criticizing the Washington football team, which is a terrible name. If they decided to keep it, if it wasn't just like we're going with that for now, where are all the people criticizing all the stupid soccer teams named uh, football club? I mean, is there really any difference between football team and football club? I don't think so. All right, let's squeeze in as many as we can here before we run out of time. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN. Stephen and Cedar Grove. Stephen, my man. Hey, how, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Long time no talk. Listen, the only complaint about that New York City versus the Mafia show is that it's only three episodes. It is tremendous. It All is right. absolutely right. Well, you look, love it. Uh, they had me at hello. You say New York and uh, Mafia. I'm pro- I'm pro- I'm already, you already sold me, Stephen. And I cannot detest the rule change, the, the playoff format. There's nothing good about it, especially three home games. Anybody can lose a three-game series at any given point. It's giving me three home games. With no one in the stands, what's ridiculous? <laughs> There's idea. no one in the stands. Our cardboard cutouts are going to be better than that other team's cardboard cutouts. No, you're right, Stephen. Thanks and, for the uh, call. 
Oh, I'm sorry, well, Steve. We got to get running here. I want to squeeze in as many as possible. No, I mean the rule. If you're a baseball fan, there's no way in your right mind you can like the the rule changes. It's just that simple. Uh, Eddie in Manhattan. Eddie, go, my man. Hey, good morning, champ. What's up? How you doing right. this morning? Hey, man. You know what I really liked about the game last night is like how you could see the speed of the ball and the cracking of the bat. Like you could like the, how that ball is living the pitcher's hand. You, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, about, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. At first, I didn't think that I'd like the pumped-in uh, crowd noise, but I think that it is kind of necessary. Uh, but, no, I, I like uh, being able to hear the crack of the bat, and I'd like to be able to hear the conversations that take place on the field. I mean, I, I know that you have to be a little bit uh, concerned about, uh, you know, cursing or, or people saying different things, but it is what it is. So I'd like to see a little bit more of that. But, uh, no, look, anytime the Yankees win, I'm on board. Devin in Jersey. Devin, go, my man. Hey, Gordon, how are you? I'm good, man. Hey, uh, I just want to know, how come so many anchors there at ESPN keep disrespecting soccer so much? It's been back for over a month, but everyone's talking about sports is finally back last night. I know the MLS isn't the best league on the planet, but soccer is the most popular sport on the planet. Well, we don't really fo- – I mean, Devin, I can just speak for myself. I can't speak to the motivations of other people. Uh, I don't watch soccer, and uh, nobody that I know is really all that invested in MLS. Uh, you know, when you're talking about the, the major sports, and that's what we focus on is the major sports, right? I don't even focus on hockey. I can only be interested in what I'm interested in, and I'm not going to come on. I would much rather have a, a host be honest about what they do and don't like rather than just trying to put some pablum on the air about, and make it seem like I know what I'm talking about when I don't know what I'm talking about. And I don't focus on, uh, I don't focus on MLS So for the major sports, and that's what we're talking about, the major sports. There's been other things that have been back, but uh, you know, I have not spent any time on MLS, and there's a reason for that because I don't care – and for the most part, the audience doesn't care. You might, and that, just because you care about it doesn't mean that the overwhelming majority do. So uh, it's not disrespect. I'm just not paying attention to it because I, I, I don't watch it. And I think it would be more disrespectful to come on and try to pretend like I know this thing or that thing because with the soccer fan, if you're not 100% on board, they don't want to hear what you, well, no, you don't understand it. You don't get it. You don't. So I'm not going to – if you're going to shut down the conversation that way every single time, as soccer fans do, I'm not going to have that conversation. You know what other – I'm not going to do? I'm not going to have any more conversation because the show's over. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. filling in for Dave, 98.7 FM. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.